0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: This is The Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Wednesday, the 1st of February. Newcastle are through to the League Cup final after beating Southampton 2-1 in the semi-final second leg at St James's Park. The result means Newcastle win the tie 3-1 on aggregate and will now play at Wembley for the first time since 1999. Two goals from Sean Longstaff put the Magpies in the commanding position before Shea Adams pulled one back to make it slightly more nervy for the home side. One negative note on the evening though, midfielder Bruno Guimaraes was shown a straight red card for a challenge on Samuel Adosi. He is set to miss three games but will be back for the final. The January transfer window has now closed. The highlights of the day's activity are as follows. Chelsea have completed the British transfer record signing of Enzo Fernandez for a fee of £105 million. Yao Cancelo completed his loan move to Bayern Munich. Spurs finally signed Pedro Porro from Sporting Lisbon after a protracted negotiation. Jorginho has moved from Chelsea to Arsenal for a fee of around £12 million. Southampton signed Wren and Ghana winger Kamaldin Sulumana for a club record fee of £22 million. Nottingham Forest, yeah, signed three more players, including John Joe Shelby and experienced keeper Or Leicester signed defender Harry Souter from Stoke for 15 million, and Manchester United signed Austria midfielder Marcel Sabitzer from Bayern Munich on loan for the remainder of the season. The British transfer record was smashed on deadline day as an unprecedented January transfer window ended with Premier League clubs having spent £2.8 billion. During the 2022-23 season Chelsea's 121 million euro deal For Argentine midfielder Enzo Fernandez Took the total expenditure by top flight clubs in January To a record-breaking £815 million In fact, Chelsea spent more in January Than the combined total of all clubs In the Bundesliga, La Liga, Serie A and Ligue 1 And in tonight's remaining League Cup semi-final second leg Man United host Nottingham Forest They're 3-0 up from the first leg Those are your headlines Okay then, let's start with Newcastle against Southampton, Newcastle through to their first final since 1999. The place was absolutely buzzing last night, pretty much throughout the entire game, certainly at the final whistle. Let's talk to Fergus Craig, he is a comedian, an actor and he's host of the Newcastle Natter podcast. I watched the the game in
0: a, a pub in London near King's Cross called the Dolphin, it was full of Newcastle United fans. I would suggest, outside of St. James's Park, it was the best place to watch the game. A phenomenal atmosphere. We were all very, very excited. It's the first final... If I, I've not got this wrong, have I? It's the first Newcastle United final appearance since, this century. So it's incredibly exciting. Uh, two goals from, who would have thought... Sean Longstaff, a a man who this season has been competing for who can hit the ball highest over the crossbar. At one stage, I thought he was going to get a hat-trick. We dominated the game. Bruno got a red card. That was disappointing. He'll be suspended for three games, but I don't really care because he will be allowed to play in the final and can anyone get me tickets can anyone get me tickets I, i'm not I'm, I'm not in a fit state to provide you with astute tactical analysis but I, I, all i can do at this stage is underline the key message which is, can anyone get me tickets? I would like tickets to the final, please. Can anyone get me tickets? Thank you. Goodbye.
1: That was Fergus Craig, comedian, actor, host of the Newcastle Natter podcast, available on this very network. Okay, then let's move on. Lots of transfers to talk through. I don't think we've got time to do them all. In fact, I know we haven't. Just to say, though, the sheer volume of transfers and and the numbers being thrown around are incredible really and I'm not saying that in a necessarily good way we complained for a long time about the formation of a Super League well we have a Super League and it's the Premier League if the whole problem with the Super League was it being non competitive and yes there are lots of other issues as well that I think we all agree on but if the whole main bone of contention with it was the anti-competition thing then you have to look at the Premier League compared to other European leagues and see that that is pretty anti-competition as well. Just the numbers on show here, the fact that Chelsea have spent more in January than every single other major league combined says says quite a lot, I think. And I think for the first transfer window in quite a while, certainly the first January transfer window in quite a while, some high-profile big names, moving clubs for big money. I mean, Chelsea showed that they are absolutely ruthless. When it comes to this, Todd Bowley is just happy to spend what it takes and they will keep on pushing. And the Enzo Fernandez deal was talked about two, three weeks ago. It seemed to lose momentum a little bit, but he's clearly decided, no, no, this is the player I want and I will pay whatever it takes, even if it means breaking the British transfer record. And now we've talked about this on the show before, but all transfers carry a risk. There's no players that are completely risk free. Because you don't know how they'll settle down out of the system they've been playing in, how they'll settle down in a new country, a new culture, and new people around them. Things like the weather, for example. I mean, sounds like a minor thing. But for someone like Enzo Fernandez, having been born in Argentina, and playing in Portugal and in warmer climes, it's, it is a difficult thing to overcome. So £105 million for a player we've not seen playing in this division yet. Someone who's still very young. It is a risk. He's 22. He looks absolutely fantastic, but it's, it's a risk. But Chelsea are happy to take that risk. Um, yeah, I mean, I think actually it's a good signing, but I think it's an incredible amounts of money. Elsewhere, I think some sensible transfers were 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 made as well. I think Man United has made a good transfer with the uh, signing on loan of Marcel Sabitzer from Bayern Munich, an experienced Austrian international, played for RB Leipzig, excelled at RB Leipzig for a number of years, only moved to Bayern eighteen months or so ago. Um, has just found it difficult to break in, you know, Bayern have a very strong midfield, very strong squad, he's part of that, but he's not really been able to break in and seal a first team place, he played 24 times a season, so he's not as if he's on the complete periphery of the squad, he's still an active member, so he'll be super fit, match fit, coming in, and the fact that Christian Eriksen is out for two or three months, maybe longer, it just it just makes sense everywhere, what it does show is that Ten Hag doesn't, quite rate McTominay or Fred as being the guys that can just step in immediately for Ericsson. Different sorts of players, sure, but it does say to me that Ten Hag will probably look for a, a centre midfielder or two in the summer permanently, and who knows, one of those could be uh, Marcel Sabitzer, uh, should the loan go well. Okay, then finally tonight, United play Nottingham Forest, they are 3 the up from the first leg, you'd expect it to be reasonably straightforward. But you never know. I would imagine Ten Hag will still pick quite a strong team. Forrest on the other hand. Difficult to know what's what uh what Steve Cooper does here. It's they are desperate to stay up, they're in a good position to stay up. Do they want to risk, you know, their first choice, first eleven here? I don't know. A lot of Forest fans travelling up, so you'd think they'd expect to see something. Let's wait and see. Wherever you're watching it though, I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow on more whistleblowers daily.
0: Podcast Network.